Welcome to this Leaf Open Farm Sunday podcast, featuring the fabulous farmers who welcome the public onto their farm, the farming's annual open day. Whether you host a simple farm walk for a few people or a full open day, large or small, every event matters and has a huge positive impact. We hope this podcast inspires you to host an event this year. Hello, my name is Rebecca Dawes and I am the Leaf Open Farm Sunday Ambassador for Scotland. I'm also a host farmer, having participated since 2006 when Leaf Open Farm Sunday was first introduced. And today I'm chatting to Caroline Miller. Caroline is a farmer from Angus in Scotland and she also has her own agritourism business on farm where she offers luxury five star accommodation to guests from all over the world. Caroline is also a consultant and works with farming businesses right across Scotland to support them to consider their own agritourism businesses and bring in another source of income. With just a few weeks to go until June, Open Farm Sunday is a great opportunity for anybody that is considering participating in a diversification business or has already got one under their belt. So today I'm talking to Caroline to find out a little bit more about how you can get involved and to find out some top tips on how to make it as easy as possible to organise ahead of June. Hi, Kaz. Uh, welcome to the Leaf Open Farm Sunday podcast. So tell us, where are you coming from today? Well, right now at the moment, I'm actually up in Byers Farm in Murrayshire, one of our Scottish agritourism members. We've got an event on here today with different agritourism businesses from the north of Scotland coming. But normally home is in Angus, where we've got a farm producing Scotch beef and Scotch lamb and malting barley. And we have a tourism business there. And that's kind of the basis for our agritourism side of the business, too. Tell us a little bit about your agritourism business. What are you operating there? So since 2005, we've welcomed couples to stay on the farm in five-star accredited luxury accommodation. We also have undertaken a number of farm tours, and that is an area that we would like to expand upon in the coming years. And we are looking at food offerings for those people that are coming to the farm for a tour. Away from the farm, I know you're very heavily involved in Scottish agritourism activity at the moment. Can you tell us a little bit about what's happening in Scotland currently? It's a very exciting time. Agritourism is growing. Consumer demand for agritourism is growing. And agritourism really ranges from buying food and drink from a farmer direct, can be a farm shop or an honesty box, or it can be online through to visiting a farm for a day. That can be going to a farm cafe or it can be a pop-up event, can be a pumpkin festival in the autumn. Um, It can be adventure sports on a farm, right through to staying on a farm for a holiday or a short break. So that is what agritourism is for a number of reasons. We're fortunate that we're seeing increased demand for coming onto a farm for those experiences. Brilliant. And that leads us very nicely into the reason for having a chat today about Leaf Open Farm Sunday, which, as you know, has been going since 2006. And one of the purposes is to get the general public out on farm to see what we do. But it's also a great opportunity for existing agritourism businesses or businesses perhaps looking to go into agritourism. Now, I know you got involved in Leaf Open Farm Sunday as a way of testing your farm tours. Can you tell us a little bit about what you did? 
Well, I think it is a great opportunity to use Open Farm Sunday to test out running farm tours because you can do it for a day. You can find out, I mean, it's not that difficult to hold an event really, but you can sort of find out even if you enjoy having the public on your farm for a start. You can make the event ticketed so you can manage the number of people that are coming onto the farm so you don't have to feel overwhelmed that you might have 300 people turning up at one o'clock. You can make it a small event. So you can sell tickets in advance. Even if it's a free ticket, you can make the ticketing process off the shelf, such as Eventbrite, if you wish. And actually, and you know, it makes the organisation of the event much easier. You can just then have people to your farm. You might have 20 there in the hour or you might have 50 there in the hour. You can just take them in small groups on a tour. I would definitely say as well that what worked well for us was having different people. Some of our suppliers came and helped and had like different sort of feature stalls. It was a nice thing to be able to test what you would say to people on a tour. You know, what you think is of interest, what they think of as interest. We used it to ask people what they would like to know about if they were coming to a farm. And some of the things that people want to know about are none of the things that we thought they would want to know about. So it's nice just to have a conversation with the public. Then we did a survey with people after they visited to ask how they'd got on, what they'd enjoyed. And we used some of that information to develop some of our paid farm tours. It's really interesting hearing you say about what you thought they might ask was not what they asked, because we found the same on our farm. We had really difficult questions and we thought, you know, we were going to be really prepared for them. And we got Q&A and people were asking things like, what's the difference between a cockerel and a chicken? And you never think a question's silly, but I couldn't believe the difference in questions. And then other people were asking, you know, how is wool used and where does it go and what's in my house? So it was nice to hear such a range. Was there a real standout for you or was there something that people were asking? Well, just that, you know, it's not just the animals or the crops that you're growing that people are interested in. They're interested in the natural environment and the sort of biodiversity and things. So people were asking questions about, we've got lots of beautiful kind of quite historic sort of dikes on the farm. So traditional dry stone diking. People were asking us how old they were, how, how long they'd been there, you know. Do we have the skills to fix them? We weren't expecting to talk about other things like that. So there's a real variety of things that people will want to talk to you about. But you've got to remember, you know more than them. So you don't have to worry about what people are going to ask you. And if they ask you something you definitely don't know the answer to, you can just say, I don't know the answer to that and I'll try and find out. People loved the fact that we had so many hedges and they could see all the birds and they saw swans on the pond and we could explain that we created the pond for a wildlife habitat. And that's all a really important part of our biodiversity and environmental story to the public, as well as our role as food producers. Yeah, it's really important, Kaz. One of the questions or the worries that we get from farmers is they don't have enough to show the general public. You know, I'm just an arable farm or I'm just growing fruit. Did you find that that was ever a worry for you? And what would be your response to somebody that's thinking that? Well, I know now with actual people that we're working with that are doing paid farm tours and some actual other tours that I've been on, which are not on farms that I've gone on to try and find out about how to be a good tour guide. And actually... It's the person that's given the talk that brings it to life. The other thing is they don't need to see every single part of your farm and hear about every single part of your farm business. They don't know 
that you've got four other enterprises that you don't manage to talk about in the short time you've got with them. So, you know, if you make the conversation that, as in a conversation, it's two-way, it's engaging, they can ask you questions, you can just have a chat with them about what you can see from the view, or I'm just going to chat about my chicken enterprise, or I'm a cereals farm that grows, you know, barley to make malt for whiskey. That will be absolute plenty. By the time they've stood at the side of your field and you've had that wider conversation about how long your family have been in the farm or, you know, what's the next generation thinking of farming? People are interested in all sorts of things. So you do not need to have a big farm to do this. You do not need to have a lot going on because you've only got a short time to have a conversation with them. And they will just actually love coming to your farm and just standing outside in the fresh air, in the green space and looking at the view and taking it all in. If you've got a bigger farm, you certainly don't need to be trepsing them around the hole. They don't need to have a guarantee they're going to see 400 acres in every part of it. I think it might be quite a long farm walk if you did that. But interestingly, we did some research with the team at LEAF many years back, and it demonstrated that if you had a diversification business on your farm, Open Farm Sunday could increase your footfall. It could maybe bring us some extra income in. It's that awareness piece. Now, you don't need to have a diversification business to participate in Open Farm Sunday. But if you do already have one up and running, obviously, it's a great opportunity to get some more exposure. How would you encourage people that are doing diversification businesses currently to get involved? Well, the advantage for people that are already diversified is they already have a consumer facing part of their business. So most people, well, all people, I guess, would have risk assessments in place. They'll have thought about health and safety. They'll have thought about where already people can walk on the farm and they will be used to dealing with the public. So they are kind of, you know, in terms of adding a one day event on, they have less new things to undertake, really. So it's a great way as well to showcase your diversification. So I know that Open Farm Sunday is generally a free event or there's a very small charge to come on to farm, but it's another route to market to bring new people onto your farm that will then come back a different day and they might book your holiday cottage or they might come back and eat in your farm cafe or they might come back to your pumpkin festival that happens in August. So you can have flyers on your farm saying, you know, you can book now for our pumpkin festival, which starts in September or you know, whatever. So it's a great way for diversifications to attract new customers to come back at a different time of year. So as I say, I think the diversified businesses are already know what they're doing with the public. So it's very easy for them actually to get involved. Yeah, that's right enough. And we're sort of just a month away to June and this year Leaf Open Farm Sunday have opened it up. So a farm can take part in any point in June, whether that's evening a short walk for the local brownies or the guides or, or a weekend you don't necessarily have to do it on the 12th of june although obviously that's the day when a lot of the attention will be focused what sort of things did you do to help promote your event ahead of open farm sunday and get the visitors that came well we promoted it on social media there's also as well as our own social media channels for our business there's also a lot of community social media facebook pages etc so we had the event right ticket system set up and we shared it widely we asked people to share we put it out to friends and family and asked them to share it actually promoting the event we were at full capacity for the numbers that we wanted there so we wanted i think we had 500 people there across the day we split that into two hour blocks and that meant we knew exactly who was coming, how many people were coming. You could do 
a live Facebook tour to promote your event in advance. Certainly use your network. So we had other suppliers there. We had the vets there. We had some of our machinery suppliers came with some different big equipment and they invited all their customers to the event as well. So use the people that you're working with collaboratively to invite their friends and family and suppliers to the event. And I don't think you'll have any problems getting people to come along. That's great. It's really good advice, because that collaborative piece, I think, is really important. And certainly this year, if farmers have considered taking part, but they feel it's just too short notice, I'd encourage them to go along to somebody else's farm and get a taste for it for future years. One of the biggest discussions that we're hearing at the moment is how important it is to engage with the consumer. And it's something that we're continuously hearing. But from an agritourism perspective and everything that you're doing on your own farm, how rich are those conversations with the visitors that are coming in? And how important is that about changing perception of farming? Yeah, well, it's an ongoing conversation that we should be recognising that the person eating food in a restaurant or eating our food on a plate at home, they are our customers. Even if we feel as farmers, we don't sell to them as customers, we might sell to somebody that, you know, we might take our stock to market or we might sell, you know, our barley to a trader or whatever. But ultimately, the people that drink the drink and eat the food are our customers. So if you think about them as customers for agriculture overall, of course, you're going to talk to your customers. So things like Open Farm Sunday are absolutely vital and being able to have those conversations. And the nice thing about having people onto your farm, whether it's Open Farm Sunday or it's to stay on an agritourism business, is you can have a nice conversation with people in a relaxed way. There's nobody in between us. We're direct with the consumer. I think just building those relationships and building their understanding. And as I said before, it's making sure that they're aware of not only the food that we produce or the raw materials for drinks that we produce, but our role as land managers and our key role that we play in keeping the countryside in a beautiful way, biodiversity and our environmental credentials that all of us are trying to work to improve upon. But, you know, that role that we have in the environment. So all these things are nice things that we can have a conversation with directly with people when they come to the farm that we probably can't have when they are going home or they're buying food from a supermarket and going home to eat it. As farmers, we're not standing in the supermarket with them having a conversation about you should buy this piece of meat as opposed to something that's coming from abroad or whatever. So Open Farm Sunday and also being an agri-tourism business is a way of bringing thousands of people onto the farms to have these conversations with our customers. It's a really interesting topic at the moment around this perception piece and this conversation, but in particular about the career crisis that's facing agriculture. You know, there's more jobs available than there are actually people coming through the, the supply chain to support them. Do you think Open Farm Sunday has a role to play in supporting careers and encouraging maybe some younger generation or even olders to consider a changing career? Yeah, I can certainly see that it's a very competitive environment for labour at the moment, both in agriculture, in food and drink production, for the other people in the supply chain, but also in tourism as well. These are the main areas of my business life that I'm aware of that, you know, I was with a friend who's a farmer who has a hotel up in Cromarty or at the weekend, and they have to close on a Monday and Tuesday just now because they don't have enough staff. So being able to talk positively to people that might have no connection to farming at all, who might have an interest in the outdoors, for example, or have an interest in food or be very practical people. 
that there is an opportunity to come and have a career in agriculture, work on a farm, or, you know, just to talk about the wide variety of job opportunities in agriculture is certainly something that I would be definitely including as part of my talk in Open Farm Sunday. So I think it's a really good way to make sure that farming is viewed as something that anyone can get into. I think it's difficult if you don't have those connections with a farmer already or you're already running a farm to know how you would get into agriculture or a job in in the outdoors. So yeah, definitely I would hope that people would be able to have those conversations with the public and convert people possibly to become employees. Yes, and um, we've got one lovely story of a young lady who went to an Open Farm Sunday event on a Jersey dairy farm and she asked for a job on the weekends and she worked in the ice cream parlour and she progressed from there and she then wanted to work on the farm and she then went into being one of the herds team by looking after the, the dairy parlour and I think it's just lovely. She had no interest or background in farming. She just came with her mum and dad to Open Farm Sunday and it, it made that change. So I think it's really important that Open Farm Sunday has that potential. Yeah, Absolutely. We are quite close to Open Farm Sunday now. If somebody's a little bit daunted or they're still not sure about taking part, what's your top tip for somebody who might be considering taking part in June? My top tip would be to get in touch with somebody that's already done it. And that's something that LEAF can put people in touch with others. But my top tip would be if you're worried about running the event or how to do it, there's people out there who've done this every year or maybe they just tried last year for the first time. So my advice would be to speak to someone else who's been there and done that and ask for their help and they will help you. It's a really good top tip. And as you say, there's a team of ambassadors at LEAF who can help. There's also lots of other host farmers who have participated. And there's also a Facebook group, a private Facebook group that you can ask to be part of for supporting potential and uh, existing host farmers. So they can have a look for that. Um, Well, I think that's everything from me today, Kaz. But thank you so much for all of your time. And hopefully um, we'll see lots of farms participate in Scotland, but also all across the UK. Leaf Oak Farm Sunday covers Britain wide. So if anybody's listening and wants to participate or wants to find out more about agritourism, give Kaz a look up on social media because I'm sure you'll find lots of interesting information. Yeah, and we will be promoting Open Farm Sunday farms and the events through Go Rural as well. So Go Rural is the consumer facing campaign for agritourism in Scotland. So we will be putting that in our e-newsletters and out on social media too to support. That's brilliant. Thank you ever so much, Kaz. The more recognition and exposure we can get, the better for Open Farm Sunday and for helping all the challenges that we've just talked about. Thank you so much. Good luck with your event this afternoon. Hope it all goes very well. Thank you. If you've been inspired by the conversation today and you're thinking of opening your farm for this year's Leaf Open Farm Sunday, take a look at our website www.farmsunday.org and download our host farmer information pack. And when you're ready, register your event and you'll receive our step-by-step detailed handbook helping you plan and run your day. Until next time, My name is Annabelle Shackleton and this is a Leaf Open Farm Sunday podcast.